When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TVs from the villain perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And today we are talking about... Uh, School of Rock, baby. School of Rock. I love School of Rock. Oh my God. Uh, if you haven't seen School of Rock... Uh, pretty pretty basic concept that we're following here. We're going through a uh, Jack Black commits uh, fraud essentially, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretends to be a teacher, discovers his students are musically talented, exploits them, kidnaps them, <laughs> leading him to his new career as a music teacher. Right. And that's how we tie that movie <laughs> in a bow for some reason. <laughs> and I think obviously the who. Uh, I would consider the villain of this to be... Like the man? <laughs> the, the man is one. I would also say Miss Mullins. Yes, uh, Miss Mullins is supposed by, to be. Played uh, J- Joan Cusack. I by love way, Joan Cusack. National treasure. I love her so much. I don't know. I can't even qualify. I, I cannot put into words why I love this woman so much, but I love her so much. <laughs> I think for me it feels like she's not like someone typical that you'd see in Hollywood. She feels like someone that you've met a thousand times. Yes. And she just has this like really fun energy to her. Where you're just like, Oh, she's so good. Great comedic actress. Oh Uh, yeah. Plus I think it's cause I also like, I love John Cusack. So I think that, yeah, marries into it's each so other. It's weird that they're related. I know. I'm a big high fidelity fan though. Oh really? Like, what? <gighs> no, I didn't see it till I was an adult. It's like that. Wow. Well, maybe that's another one for a future oh, podcast. Oh, like, I smell an episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ah, all it's, right. Uh, yeah. I can. Yeah. It's weird. But and uh, I think, well, I think um, also uh, the most, uh, one of the most important villains in this is I think the parents. They're, they're viewed as like, especially um, Zach's dad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. His name's Zach, right? Uh, the the <laughs> the guitarist. Guy. The yeah. guitarist. His yeah. dad, I think, especially is kind of like he is the the representation of the man in this movie. True. He is the embodiment of the man. True. Rebel against your parents. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Your parents want to make you do things that you don't want to do, and that's not cool, man. Yeah. And at moments, I think they're supposed to seem unreasonable, but at no point do they say anything unreasonable. <laughs> no. <laughs> about their children. They are very interested in their children's education, which children. is a good thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's say that. Okay. There is there is pushing too hard. But then there's also your kids have been kidnapped and you're allowed to express concern. Yes. I think that's allowed. You're allowed to express concern when a stranger who has impersonated another teacher has been left alone with your children for weeks on end. Yeah. Okay. You know? I, I will say off the top, like when we, so first he gets kicked out of the band, right? That's the, yes. so he, th- that's how we get the ball rolling here. Right. Because Is, he's doing too many stage dives. Which, okay. And it's something I would just, I, I think this is something that I shouldn't attach myself to, but I do, where other than he had me up until the stage dive, where I was like, yeah, these guys are being lame. 
Okay. I hate, I hate going to like a rock show or to see some live music and watch five still people play music, rock music. Sure. It drives me wild. Okay. It, within two weeks of each other, within like, I think two or three weeks of each other, I saw the Foo Fighters and then I saw the Arctic Monkeys and watching the Foo Fighters before the Arctic Monkeys was a terrible terrible mistake really because the Foo Fighters do a rock show whether you whether you like their music or not okay which is you know whatever I'm not gonna say they're the best band of all time I really enjoy them I I love them but they're the second best band with Dave Grohl but this is oh yeah oh my god I love Dave Grohl he's the most charming man of all time okay but you have so they put on a real rock show you know what I mean like no I've heard that about huge stage like banter they're they're doing covers they're like they're really they're getting the the crowd to sing they're really getting into it okay and then you compare that to the arctic monkeys who i do i have had a love for for a very long time in my life to watch them stand there and barely move and barely interact with the audience it was like i could have watched this at home oh that's too bad because like the arctic monkey songs that i know they sound like ones where you would be up and moving around yes it seemed very like and i think it's also maybe because i watched them too close together right like if i had to watch the arctic monkeys first i would have loved it probably but in comparison i was just so sad so when i see jack black up there trying to do something okay i kind of appreciate that a little bit honestly i know that was supposed to make him look like a dick but in that moment, other than the stage dive, because I can't stand when somebody does a stage dive when there's no crowd. Yeah. I was like, what uh, it, what you, what what it, was you one person going to catch you? Is this a dual dance? Like, Nobody what is this? That. That's insane. But the the artistry of it, I do think there is something to that. Sure. Uh, yeah, but I think they sort of say, they phrase it as, we're tired of your, like, 15-minute guitar solos. Okay. Like, that, yeah. like it, it's very clear that this guy's showboating and trying to Absolutely. draw attention to himself. Again, not a team player. You know what I mean? Yes. But you wanted a band. You wanted to be able to support each other. So I think he rightfully gets kicked out of that band, in my opinion. Oh, no, absolutely. I just wanted to make a statement of, right. like... Guys, move around up there more. If anybody in music is listening to me, please, for the love of God, just just extend an arm or something. Yeah. So then he we we find him. So he get kicked out of the band. He's lost everything, and then yeah. he wakes up, is woken up at his friend's place, which is which he does not have a real room in. No, he's just crashing. It on is the couch. very clear he is unwelcome. Yeah. Um, that's another person I think is supposed to be the villain in this, by the oh, way, Sarah, Sarah Silverman's yeah. character, uh, Patty, yes. um, who's basically yelling at his friend, Ned, Ned Schneebly, who is, uh, supposed to be, is the pushover right. that these two mega personalities fight over. Right. Uh, and it's revealed that Dewey, Jack Black's character owes Ned something like 20. 20- oh yeah. I thought it was $1,200. Oh, okay, twelve hundred. I thought I thought it was like twenty grand or something like that. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, I think anyway. it's like twelve hundred bucks. Okay, which is a lot of money to this man. Okay, as somebody who identifies with this man financially, I will say if somebody told me I owe them twelve hundred dollars, I am in a lot of trouble. <laughs> but because he hasn't paid rent. <laughs> yes, in I am in. However, many very years. much trouble. Yes. Yeah, he's just been crashing in his buddy's house, which is a a, a piece of shit thing to do. Because I think he even says like, "Oh, what." I never paid rent before and like it wasn't an issue. So why start now? It's like, well, because you should have been in the cast of rent, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Da, da, you can da, go. Da. You, you know how Rebecca and I feel about what paying rent. So yeah. You, you, you should gotta, pay, you should pay, you should pay, rent. pay your rent. You should pay um, your rent. <laughs> <laughs> We're making a hard stance on this. 
Please, for the love of God, pay your rent. Yeah, Sarah Silverman is supposed to be, which I love. I forgot she was in this movie, and I was, again, excited to see her. Love her. I love her. do love her and everything she's in, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think she's a phenomenal actress, but I enjoy seeing her. I enjoy her being there. But yep. yeah, I think she's supposed to be, like, she does come off, like, as, as as bitchy, but I think something to keep in mind here is that with with most movies, actually, I think something to keep in mind is is that we're being dropped into the middle of a story. Okay, mm-hmm. we're, we're getting dropped into somebody's timeline. We have no idea how many times this woman has said this to this guy. You know what I mean? Like, Patty is probably at her, at the end of her fucking rope. Yeah, she's done. Okay, she's losing it now. He's a and loser, and I think rightly so. Okay, he's not paying rent. He is like kind of mooching off Ned, and yeah. she does push him around, uh, Ned around certainly. But I think that's also a bit Ned's problem. Yeah, it's almost something that Ned needs yeah. because clearly his piece of shit friend has been mooching off of him for so long yeah this is a relationship dynamic that he's used to exactly and you kind of sometimes need somebody to snap you out of that right and be like no don't don't put up with this sarah sarah silverman does do something that i can't stand when people do this this drives me nuts in movies in real life anywhere where she says Tell like she says like tell him that he can't stay here or something along those lines like you tell him but he's right there he's in the room mm. just you look at him and you tell him that's insane to me when somebody's like I'm not going to communicate with this person but I am communicating through you I'm like how what this is the weirdest sure and I understand there's this dynamic of like she's trying to tell him to stand up for himself in bullying him into doing it. But he's also within earshot. Yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> weird one. You were speaking to him us a moment ago. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's hit Ned's place, so Ned has to be the one to tell him to get out. Like I'm sure she would say it to his face. Yes, you know what I mean. If it was her place, absolutely. Like, get, out, get the fuck out. Also, she probably wants to move in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And doesn't want. Or has she moved in? I think in she has. I think the implication is that she does live there. Yeah, of course. Because so, like she has all her meals there. She's there in the morning. She's calling the police from their phone. Which um, you should do. Which she did twice and both very reasonable times <laughs> to call the police. If the police are meant for anything, they are meant for, for the moments that she you, called. Yes. Which were uh, fraudulent behavior of... Uh, impersonating. I- impersonating a teacher, uh, not having a license, and working with children. Yeah. For however long, uh, right. a month at least, let's say. I think it was a month, about a month he was there. Something like that. Yeah. I think it was like eight, nine weeks or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's been there a while. She calls the police, um, at which point I, I would love to talk about this because this is, this is one of the weirdest moments of the movie for me where he's in, so he's giving a little team meet. It's, it, it's, it's parent-teacher parent night. Yep. Okay, he's given this team meet that he's not nailing. Okay, he has not prepared he hasn't for anything. At any point in any of this movie, okay? At no point does he pick up a textbook. At no point does he pretend to learn anything. I, I, know, I, I might catch a little hate for this, but I don't think it would be that hard to fake being a teacher for a month. To fake it. To pick up a textbook and go, okay, we're going to... You know what I mean? In theory, there's got to be at least one lesson plan kicking around this establishment. Yeah, I think... <laughs> 
I no, I'm not going to disagree with you. I don't think being a teacher is an easy job. No, no, no. But I think to fake it for one month, right? To put in a little effort, you Just could maybe read your textbook float even. by. Okay, I'm not saying you're going to teach these kids anything, but I think you could probably fool a few people. Okay, <laughs> he puts in zero effort, and then when the cops show up, somehow through movie magic, yeah, he just runs away. Even though the cop is right there, not a problem at any point. <laughs> he just gets away. <laughs> Yeah, and the fact that they don't immediately go into the classroom and be like, come with us. They let him, like, finish they, with yeah. the parents. Like, no, no, you're coming with me right now. Yes. You weirdo creep. And he is- just runs, and then the next scene is just him in the apartment, fine, with no consequences. Yeah, it's like, you don't think the cops are going to come looking you for you? Like, there's there's got to be a court date, at least, I have to assume. Some sort of investigation. You'd have to answer questions. One of those parents is pressing charges. Yes. If any of if if any group of parents is going to press charges, it's this group of parents. Yes, even even after the end of this movie, I would still expect some parents to be like, "We're going to sue your ass or press charges or whatever the Yeah, I also find it astounding that this man that's so hard up for cash doesn't notice that he didn't get handed a check at any point, that he's not looking for it in the mail. This all seems very odd to me that all of a sudden Ned discovers through a check. That yeah, it, true, yeah. Right? Like, this guy's got to be hunting for dollars. If I am down to zero dollars, I am very, very aware of where my money is coming from and how I'm going to get it and at what time I'm going to get it. Well, at the beginning of the movie, he does ask them to make it out checks out to him. And they and sort he, of implied that says, at the end it was a mistake that they cut the check to... To, to Ned, because he Ned. said, even in that moment, he says, I asked them to make it out to cash. But still, if you know you're getting paid every two weeks... Yeah, I'm heading down to that office. You know what I mean? Like we're we're nipping this. Like I'm I'm figuring this out because this is the only thing that really needs to go well here. <laughs> True, the money. Yeah. <laughs> well, but he also thinks that this eight weeks he's going to get his money from winning. That's uh, true. Uh, That's a great point. Clash of the band. Band. Cl- what is it? Battle of the bands. Battle of the bands. Which, by the way, is a competition that is apparently happening during the day on a school night. <laughs> yeah, school day. <laughs> school day. So school this day. Is like, what Middle a, of the day. $20,000 grand prize and happening think, at like, what, 2.30 on a Wednesday? No, and I think it's it also... Thursday, impl- it was a Thursday, and I think it's implied it's right in the morning. Because they don't discover that these kids are gone until, like, uh, it, it's got to be right oh, in yeah. the morning. And Jack Black is yeah, still yeah, sleeping yeah. when they go to pick him yes, up. Yes, this timeline does not add up, my friend. No. This timeline <laughs> does not work for a <laughs> rock show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're at battle a little bit. So the ki- what happens is... The kids, he's, Jack Black's been already figured out at this point, right? He's been expelled from the school or whatever. Yes. But the the kids decide that they're, they've worked so hard on this battle of the bands thing that they're going to go anyway. Mm -hmm. They con the bus driver of their field trip to take them to uh, Jack Black's house. Yes. They pick him up and they go to battle of the bands and then they get in and they start performing at which point the parents follow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're by like, buying tickets yes so this is the point at which I, at, they go up to a doorman yes. and they go our kids are in there and he goes i don't care man just buy tickets and they have to go buy tickets which this is, is this is excuse me there are victims of kidnapping in your venue yeah 
we need to go in to go get them. It's a, it's get also, your manager, please. <laughs> well, I was going to make the argument that it's probably a licensed establishment, but I'm sure you can't serve liquor before 11 a.m. So <laughs> at the weirdest rock show of all time. <laughs> the sun's just coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> who are these losers who can come to a rock show at 930 on a Thursday morning? Yeah, that's insane. He does a lot of it. It's, <laughs> so let's we let's pull it back. Okay, let's pull it back yeah. to to the front end of this movie. So Jack Black. Okay, so he gets kicked out of his band. Yeah. Okay. Rightly so. Yeah. Let's rightly so. Okay. He's being a dick. Okay. He gets kicked out of his band. Gets a call. Shows up to for Ned. He finds out how much they're paid. Decides, hey, I, I can go do this. Does not prepare anything. Okay, not a lesson plan, not a speech, nothing. Shows up and says, I'm hungover, and then steals a kid's sandwich. Takes a kid's sandwich and then yep. describes what being hungover is. <laughs> like he's never met a child yeah. before. I don't think, okay, if I'm in a lie, my move isn't going to come in. Like My move isn't like coming in as I am, okay? uncut raw let's do this i'm gonna polish this up a little bit okay let's throw a couple of other logs on the fire let's i'm gonna try and get away with it yeah (laughs) yeah at some point i'm like you know what i'm trying this i might as well try to get paid at some point just sit down read your textbook and then the teacher the, the principal comes in and goes what's going on and you go oh they're just reading their textbook yes like well we'd really like more instruction from you great, I'm a substitute. What are you going to do? You know, like... (laughs) Yeah, puts in zero effort. Yeah. Zero. And then gives all the kids nicknames. Some inappropriate. Because he can't... Yeah, because he doesn't bother learning their names. Doesn't bother learning their names. Although I will say this is one of the moments in the movie where I'm like, I believe teachers do that. (laughs) In their head, I think uh, you you must be fighting... As a teacher, I believe you must be fighting the urge to call every kid the nickname you have for them in their in your head. Yeah, curly dipshit. Curly, like- di- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like fuckwad and shit yeah. like that. Like you just, I, yeah, you've got to have. The dumb one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing you would ever say out loud, but to yourself. And you would laugh. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, you'd probably sure. call, you'd they probably do that between teachers. A hundred percent. I, oh, I wouldn't, I would bet good money that teachers make fun of kids behind their back. Oh God, that would be a great podcast. Just having teachers on anonymously and just talking shit. Oh, I'd listen to that all day. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) My one student, Rebecca reads, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) She just raged quit on the class. (laughs) Got up, left. Um, So, yeah, I think uh, the villain, so Rosalie Mullins, Miss Mullins, the the principal, is sort of painted as being this villain at this point because she's just like, no, no, just stick to the curriculum. Yeah, follow the the rules, please. Yeah, um, we don't do that here. Just it's after it's she she uh, multiple times has to tell him that it's already afternoon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Couple of red flags popping off. Right there. Somebody doesn't know what the time. I would at least assume he's stoned. 
I'd be like, you're, you've got to be on something or doing something you shouldn't be. That's insane. I think, okay, one of the main points with Mullins is, and I can't believe they try and paint her as this fuddy duddy in this moment. It's when they're in the staff, they're in like the staff lounge or the staff room. Right. And, um, and they're talking about her. And this is when he finds out how to loosen her up. Like, oh, you know, we're going to, that one time she loves Stevie Nicks and she got drunk. Well, they do a cut to Mullins talking to another teacher and she's going, excuse me, so you see the problem is is that the um, the peanut butter sandwiches were touching the turkey sandwiches and you know how that can be an issue. And she's going through this like very softly, very seriously. And that cut is supposed to be like, look at this dick. Like, look at this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very serious issue, actually, and I don't think that's a dick thing. <laughs> food allergies? A food allergy in a public in, in a school. Oh, sorry, it's not a public school; it's a private school. But still, okay, a food Huge allergy issue. for for children. Yeah. yeah, actually, I don't think that's. Oh, look at this loser talking about sandwiches. That actually sounds like an issue that maybe we should be talking about. <laughs> yeah, that that is absolutely. And she comes into that room being like, "Okay, everyone, we need to prepare for the parent-teacher yes. interviews." See, here's the problem with this: is she's sort of painted. As, you're right, as a fuddy-duddy, yes. as someone who's not fun. But that is legitimately what that job requires of her. That is, you are a principal of a school. You're the pr- yeah. <laughs> you can uh, you you can wear multiple hats, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't care that you act prim and proper and are uh, really strict and unfunny when you're a principal of a school. Yeah, as long as you're not sending kids to the chokey or anything, like, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, I bet you go home and you blare Stevie Nicks and you get half a bottle deep in red wine and you have a damn good time. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like this... It's it's so unfair to her as a character to be like, oh, she doesn't get any chance to break free. It's like, of course, she's a professional in a professional mm-hmm. setting doing what is asked and required of her. Yeah, she's it, used to uh, parents screaming at her 24 hours a day. That's why she's nervous. That's why she's like, this needs to go well because it lands on me. Yeah, She's got all the responsibility of the is, school falling on her. She's just doing what she needs to just do. Just a fine lady trying to do her job. Yeah. Just and a you're fine, al- fine lady. And you're allowed to be different people in different circumstances. Do you know how many times I had people at my old job be like, what? You do comedy? You know, you're never yeah. funny. I was like, yeah, because I don't want to be the funny guy at the office. That's not the, appro- oh, you know what God, I mean? Who wants to, uh, I don't yeah, want to, you got to always effort. be on. It's, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. You got to turn it off. Sometimes you got to turn it off. Yeah. I'm a, believe it or not, I'm a quiet guy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Believe it or not, I am not. (laughs) 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 I don't know how that is. (laughs) Yeah. But you could, you're different people. Like, your boyfriend's parents, you're a different person in front of. Yes, of course I am. You gotta be. Like, I'm not, oh my God. Not just drop inside. Although I did drop one sex joke in front of his mom, and I was so mortified because I was a little drunk and I couldn't turn it off. Wow! I can't even re- I can't even remember exactly how it landed, but I was like, uh, it was it was inappropriate, no matter what. And she okay. just gave me this look, and I was like, ah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. Sc- scale I'm so back, sorry. Scale ah, back. Scale ah, back. Ah, yours mom. Yours mom. Yours mom. <laughs> like. So I have a similar story, uh, and I know Kat does not mind me telling this, so I will go ahead and tell it. Uh, when I first met her parents, um, 
It was when the uh, Pan Am games were in town or whatever. So I hadn't met a significant other's parents in a long time. Oh, I thought you were going to say in ever or like ever. And I was like going to shut it down right here. (laughs) For whatever reason. It had been years. Okay. Right. Before I, uh, since I've had, so I was a little nervous. I normally do well with parents, but like, Oh, you're classic parents, Craig. Yeah, I know. Ah, yeah. Any parent be proud. Sure. But I'm still nervous about it, right? I want to make a good impression. Of course. Uh, So they take us out to dinner, and Mm. it's very nice. It's just the four of us. And uh, this is during the Pan Am Games. This is when they had all these uh, extra uh, carpool lanes, right, for the the games. Yeah. And we were talking about um, the traffic and whatnot, how it was really screwing up my commute. And Which is insane because they were completely unsuccessful. Yeah. It's a, it's, <laughs> it's anyway. a, that's a whole other tangent. But uh, her dad goes, um, oh, what you need to do, like, just put a sex doll in the seat or whatever next to you. And I'm just like, oh, God. Like, I can't believe he said that. And Kat, without missing a beat, goes, dad, I have a name. <laughs> and I just felt my entire heart sink into my stomach and i was like no this is going so well that's super funny though man. yeah that that's they're the ones really that funny. made it and i was like after i kind of realized what that they were the ones that made the oh, joke yeah. and i was like oh i'll be fine well my parents are like that they're pretty lissy yeah <laughs> yeah so my point is you can be different people and we shouldn't blame we should blame uh, mullins here she's no. just yeah she's a fun lady she likes stevie nicks yeah. Can't be that bad if you like Stevie Nicks. I'm sure she has friends outside of work that she goes in parties with. You know what I mean? It's just the teachers never see her because that would be unprofessional. Yeah. She just kind of a breakdown, though, about how they don't want to hang out with her. Yeah, that is sort of sad. Oh, my heart really, <laughs> like, I felt really bad for her in that moment. I was like, oh, I felt like this before. <laughs> yeah. We're... You know, no, yeah, you kind of get down on yourself and you're like, oh, do people like me? Am I, am I oh, this yeah, like that... imposition on people? Because sometimes you get that in comedy a lot. You get stressed out. Yeah. We're constantly talking to people that we don't, that we all, we all have opinions on each other, whether we like it or not, because we all watch each other's acts. You know what I mean? So then you start talking to these people after shows and you go, oh God, like, do you like me? Are you trying to network? Are you trying to get something from me? But also like, I don't have anything to give you. So I don't know what that would be like. Yeah. You overanalyze. Oh yeah, yeah, buddy. You don't want to live in my brain. (laughs) You don't want to start rolling around in here. It gets pretty dicey. No. uh, Yeah. And a hundred percent. I, yeah. Although I believe that's a lot of people. So I think that's everybody everywhere wondering, do these people actually like me? Yes. Unfortunately, the human condition. I don't think Jack Black has that condition though. I'll tell you that. No, he thinks everybody. He, he roams around the the okay so the song he puts up do you like the song that he initially tries to get the team to play which one was that i was like getting kicked out of the band oh no i don't think that was That's, a good one yeah that wasn't oh, uh, self-indulgent yeah although i find it hard to tell with jack black because i find his performance always so good that i'm like was that bad though because because you really belted it and i was vibing on it for a moment at least <laughs> But he, he makes it sound like it's supposed to be a rock song. Yes, is what he does. but the lyrics are terrible. The lyrics are <laughs> terrible. It's not. Yeah, it's not great. Um, but him belting out anything—it's pretty fun. Oh, I love him so much. I love. I love Jack Black. Um, yeah. So the so he so he essentially discovers. He walks by this. Uh, so he hates it uh, right off the top. He he tells everybody it's recess all the time, which is probably the worst way to pass time for kids. Yeah, um, yeah. Giving them nothing to do is is worse than giving them homework to do. 
Yep. It's worse. Okay. It would be. Because uh, you'd be like, we've been throwing this ball against the wall for, oh, how long? Oh, it's only been two minutes? Yeah. Uh, oh, you have to be, you've got to give them something to do, right? So he walks by the music class, decides that, uh, you know, these kids are musically talented. And how can I take advantage of these 10 year olds? And that's when it turns for him, where he's just yeah. like, oh, okay, now I'm going to try. And then becomes immediately kind of like charismatic and caring in that yeah. like suddenly he can make that effort which was like oh man like although i found the groupy thing weird oh super weird because i was like i think we could have left that i not even particularly that they were women or anything like that i just think it's it was inappropriate for the age I, I was think like, he this could is have called them fans, fans or something. It, like it just seemed like such a weird thing to say to children. <laughs> yeah, I felt yes, groupy, like yeah. groupy. Oh. Like, and, and then one, the one girl's like, I looked it up, oh, and I'm not having sl- it. Yeah, like yeah. we're sluts. She's like, we're so you call it a sluts essentially, which is insane. You should. They should have been. You can be our fan club because as soon yeah. as as soon as he was, I was like, oh my god, what a terrible thing to assign to students just to be like people who like the band Mm -hmm. but then once he says um you know you've got a very important job you've got to make t-shirts and logos and like i was like oh okay intro it like that jack black it's like (laughs) oh those were actually things that you can kind of uh use um but so so here's another problem i have with this movie is like in theory there is a lesson that could have been learned from making a rock band go do a competition, right? Yes. Where you go, like, the the kid who learned the lighting and the sound and the, the kids who were, you know, creating logos and stuff like that. and Learning the, confidence. Learning confidence. There's the, the band manager who's yeah. dealing with finances mm-hmm, and transportation mm-hmm. and security. Like, there was... All these things had tasks, but at no point does he ever get a moment where he goes... No, everybody, look. Look at what they've learned. Look at all these additional skills that they have. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. this is just a way to learn them. At no point do they get that. And when the parents go, you're right, there are non-traditional ways to teach these valuable skills that are necessary in life. It's just, oh, you're good at rock and roll. So I guess we forgive you now. It's the weirdest point of the movie where they have that turnaround where it's like... uh, all of a sudden, he's teaching all of the or he's teaching all of these kids after school, right? It's a, he, it, it launches his after school music program, where all of these kids now go. If I'm a parent <laughs> to one of these kids, and this is all went down where this guy lied about who he was, came in, told my kids to shut up called them weird nicknames uh <laughs> and basically didn't teach the you know it didn't teach them at least anything that they, they were supposed to be taught okay didn't make any effort at all kidnaps them well no he did uh, he, he kidnaps them the first time argue he arguably when he goes to, oh, to the, the audition okay yes that is a kidnapping uh, you can argue the second time it's not kidnapping although he maybe should have told somebody yeah, also, there's a really weird gray area where any time an adult who shouldn't be with kids takes goes somewhere with kids. Like, oh, I think that's kind of kidnapping dude, no matter what. The, the moment that really got me is when the blonde kid wanders off and he's like, where is he? Where is he? And he's hanging and this kid's hanging out with like just three adult men that in are a in band. a band in, in a van. OK, which uh, classically we're not her kids are not supposed to be. Um 
and, and he's just like, oh, like he 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 at no point takes any onus of it. He's like, this isn't on me or anything, even though I am a singular person that have brought you out of school without any extra help, no permission. Um, they assume we're still in the classroom because because I have left kids behind to take care of this. <laughs> Who are playing <laughs> recordings of me teaching. Like, it's yeah. insane. <laughs> so, yeah, he loses this kid, and at no point does he go, oh, maybe I should stop this because this could be very serious very quickly. <laughs> Yeah, and also, who are these weird rock stars who want to hang, hang out, out with, with a, a kid? Ten-year-old kid. Oh, there's guys. There was a man with just sleeves in this movie. Oh, that was so funny, though. I think just that's done for sleeves. So that's the band that Jack Black got kicked out of, right? Yes, and that's the band that wins with their rightfully so. No, 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 no. Well, okay. they're not rightfully so. Did you listen to their song? I didn't. Actually. I. I, I <laughs> hated their song i hated it but you're not gonna give it to a bunch of kids i understand that, that but like they a... should have given them a better song that was at least i guess the whole point was was that they're gonna get booed off stage and we're gonna call the yeah. you know the kids back or, or whatever but god damn was their song bad although i've seen comedy competitions play out that way <laughs> 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 Where the person that shouldn't have won wins, and then the crowd gets mad. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, I've, I've seen the se- person who... I've seen that. <laughs> I've, I've seen the person who you didn't think was going to win-win, but... Um, oh, no, I've I've seen it where it was so, so wrong that I watched individuals from the audience go up to the club owner one by one and tell him to fuck off. Wow, that's very wrong. That went wrong. Yeah, that went real wrong. <laughs> real, real wrong. And I knew it was wrong because, you know, when they announce it, like at the end, normally, if it, any of these competitions, they'll go, okay, so the third place was, and they'll say the name, and then everybody will applaud, and then they'll say the second name, and then the first. They said all three at once as quickly as they could so they could get off stage because wow. they knew people were going to be mad. mad. Yeah. I haven't gone back there. <laughs> the ri- the the fixes in. Yeah, fixes in, baby. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I really I keep getting sidetracked that's tonight. All right. I cannot keep I I'm flying off onto tangents right. now. Um the one point I wanted to bring up though is like so even if there is this sort of thing where you can teach kids valuable lessons through music. The other thing the problem with that is is like these are kids who are already pretty good at music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they are like the reason that they succeeded was not because it was some revolutionary way to teach mm-hmm. like kids who don't get it or can't relate material to their own. These were private school kids who were doing probably pretty well in class. They would be fine with whatever you taught them. Absolutely. They're already getting music classes. It's correcting not like- your own math. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's nine. <laughs> that was a pretty funny. Yeah, I uh, did like that. Um, yeah, because they already got music class. So it's not mm-hmm. like he taught them to really play music. Yeah, they already knew how to play they music. They already knew how to play music. He just taught them what rock is. <laughs> Which is another issue I have a problem ah. with. <laughs> Where he goes just like, oh, it used to be rock. Like, the man would try to get you down. Mm. And then the only way you could fight against the man was through rock and roll. And I was like, I think that is such a stupid and unhealthy uh, version of what that art is, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, I thought at one point like they call one of the kids rebellion. like punk. They're like, oh yeah, dude, that's so punk. 
And in my head, I was like, I don't think anything any 10 year old can do is punk. Okay, I don't think they should be punk at that point. Okay, ten, yeah, yeah, because it's in my mind, and I I know this sounds dinner so (laughs) stupid, but like punk in my mind is is supposed to be like a big rebel. You know what I mean? Rebellion. Whereas when you're ten, like it's like what you're rebelling against is so mild. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's it's homework. I'm not saying you can't rebel, and it was, and I love the song. The song's right. I think it's, uh, you know me, I love a good, I love a good movie song if it's not the whole movie. (laughs) If it's not the entirety of it. If it's not Rent in particular. Oh, God, we're going to talk about Rent for years, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Scarred us. It did. It absolutely did. I feel different now as a person. It's like uh, the old boy of musicals. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was maybe a bit too. No, you know what? I'm going to stand behind it. All right, fair I'm going to stand behind that statement. So, uh, fucking, you know what? Although I I do think the person that receives the most redemption and the most deserved redemption in this movie is Ned. Okay, how so? I, I mean, he's he's kind of he's the character I do root for. Obviously, he's he's the nice guy. Okay, he doesn't call the police. You know what I mean? Like he. He probably should have, sure, but yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't. You Sarah know what I mean? Got it he's pretty passive. He's been letting Jack Black stay in his place. Okay, he he's uh, he was a musician. He still loves that, but he you know trying to be a responsible person. Okay, like good for him. He he bucks up and tells uh, tells Jack Black that he needs to move out. Like he he you know he tells his girlfriend he's going to go to the rock show without her. This is a man I can get behind. I like this man. No, I think yeah, he does he, nothing. He got, but he he learned he learned a lesson. Whereas I don't think Jack anybody Black, else. Did. I'm like ah, I don't know. Like you, he, Jack Black learned what he should be doing with his life, but whether he learned a lesson or not, I don't think so. Yeah, that's actually that's pretty true. <laughs> yeah, he just he got learned, a new career. Yeah, he's like, oh, I like teaching kids, and I, I mean, yeah, there there needs to be something involving responsibility or something in there that he has to learn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's sort of in there in terms of like, as the movie progresses, you see him care more about the kids and like shaping and forming them and, and taking care of them and, and bolstering their self-confidence and that sort of thing. I guess that's kind of there where he maybe stops thinking about himself. Yeah. Like he learns to like the individuals around him. Yeah. I, I suppose. Yes. He becomes less selfish. Yeah. As, as time goes on, I guess that's an arc. We can. We can well, I, that guess arc. That's a, I guess that's. I we'll guess we'll allow that arc to happen. Not uh, Jack Black. He's uh, he's a cowboy with no. It, at no point does he receive any legal repercussions. The parents still let him hang out with the kids. They even pay him to do so. I'm assuming. Yep. That's it. He. Oh, he got off scot free from that. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. living his life without responsibilities. And getting back to the sort of like the punk rock thing, what I what I don't like is like he was basically teaching just general rebellion. Yes. Just being like, if you don't like something, you shouldn't have to do it. Ugh, I don't want to do my homework. Ugh, right. But rebellion and then the sort of, you know, the heart of especially like punk rock and mm-hmm. like that sort of thing shouldn't be general just rebellion i don't want to do schoolwork. it should be like 
you sh- you should teach kids to rebel. Well, you should teach kids to rebel about specific things, right? Uh, it's like, hey, did you know that there's injustice in the world? Fight against that. Did you know that there's like poverty in the world? Fight against that. Like, here's things that really can make you mad and are wrongs in society. But but his version of rebellion isn't like fuck the system that makes people live like this, or fuck the fuck racism, or fuck this. It's uh, fuck you telling me that I got to pay rent oh, or that, yeah. that I can't just do whatever I want whenever I do it's just it. just the man, baby. Yeah, the man is like this weird amalgam of people who tell you to grow up. Yeah, which was, I, I did like that little moment where uh, one of the kids calls uh, Mullins, a, you're the man. <laughs> she <laughs> she goes, oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. Yeah, it's pretty great. I love that. I, well, I love the kids. The kids are great. Um, I think the the parent kid relationship when they're like, they they paint these these parents as like these fuddy duddies that are like, oh, you know, it's got to be all in order or whatever. But uh, Jack Black's playing saying some pretty fucking crazy things in front of these parents. He says, I can't tell you what it is because of teacher student confidentiality. Huge red flag. Yeah, huge red flag. Like even when he uh when uh, Mullins steps in on his class and is like, "Hey, um, I think I do you mind if I sit in on this class for the afternoon?" For the afternoon. And he goes, "Yeah, okay, come back in the afternoon." She goes, "Oh, well, it is the afternoon." Okay, so Mullins, we've made a right call that we should sit in on this. And then he does the simplest math problems of all time. <laughs> To uh, a song that is clearly unprepared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just fakes it. And presumably he kept that up all afternoon. Yeah, dude. I, I, it amazes me. If I was in this classroom, and I know this is maybe going to make me sound super lame, or maybe I'm a huge nerd, but if I was one of these kids, I would have reported this man <laughs> so fast. Y- yeah. I don't think any time in which you tell kids to be like, we're just goofing off. But you can't tell your parents. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Because, that is that is a very serious point to this movie. Okay, that I wanted to touch on. Okay. Any time in history, in history of all time. Okay. If anybody says, "But this is our secret. Don't tell your parents. That thing is not good." <laughs> right. That thing is not good. Okay. I don't think. Give me an example. Give me any example of where that would mean a good thing. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is. Mother's or Father's Day assembly, we're not going to tell your parents what we're doing. For oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I think I think I guarantee sh- you that one of those kids tells their parents because it's and a I class also, of like 20, 30 kids. I also guarantee you that there's more than one adult in the room when they say that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, that's like, the other. I think that's also the other red flag is that if it's just one person constantly telling you, don't tell your parents, though. Yeah. Don't tell your parents. He fucking manipulates these kids. Okay, one of the like the the bossy one. Yeah, the one who becomes. I'm the just band gonna give you an extra. Sp- anybody that bothers him, he's just like, I'm just gonna make up an extra special assignment for you. Like, and oh, how talented is he as a musician? If a kid, a ten year old child, writes a better song than him within a week. Excellent point. <laughs> How good is he? Not very he, good. I don't think he can be that good. He's well, and clearly he's playing at a level that ten-year-olds can play at. Like, like these, like 
These well, very ki- talented ten-year-olds. We'll give them that. Sure, but their th- like their hands aren't even fully grown yet at ten years old. You know what I mean? Like I love the, I love the drummer. That's my favorite part of this. It was like this guy was playing like cymbals in the other class or some big drum or something. Oh, you can pick this up. Yeah. Speaking of the different instruments, I want to touch on this. So the kid who ends up playing guitar, he goes, do you play guitar? Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, I just play acoustic guitar. Dad says electric guitar is a waste of time. I was like, what idiot? Like, the, there's no... D- there's no difference between a ki- like you know what I mean. Oh, what why I- would you allow your kid to play acoustic and not electric? Like it just. Oh yeah, you're just gonna make him an asshole at every university <laughs> he goes to from now on. Like, and like it's the same skill, right? It is the same skill, and if you're just lo- learning acoustic guitar, you're probably gonna grow up and be an asshole. Okay, <laughs> like you need you need to have both. Okay, you need to have both. Yeah. I just, I, I, I thought what I found more preposterous, what I found ridiculous, like, so, uh, so you play, what, what, uh, what was the one girl playing, like a, like a cello or something? Oh, yeah, a cello, yeah. Cello. Oh, well, here's the bass. <laughs> That's an immediately transferable skill. And I'm not saying she couldn't pick it. It, it is, it is transferable to a degree. Okay, I'm not going to say know it's not. the chords and, yeah, yeah. Okay, we can read music. There's certain skill sets here that we can't, but we can't transition immediately. <laughs> The one kid is following every note on the guitar and from from listening to him and watching him and picking it up within seconds. These are musical prodigies is what these people are. And they would be successful in any kind of music that they played, not just rock and roll because some weirdo wandered in off the street and told them that's what they should do. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Do you know how good they're crushing their music class? Like, think about that for a minute. Mm. Like, they're learning classical music, and they are crushing that. Oh, yeah, dude. I tried to play flute in high school, and it uh, didn't go down well. <laughs> no? I never learned to play any sort of music. I played flute a bit, yeah. Because, I, I, well, I started uh, in the uh, recorder. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, with a, re- a nice recorder. I need a... Uh, Fucking! I had one where that couldn't get to you, all of them. They can get taken apart. Most of them, right? Like the, you've got sure, a yeah. middle, top end, bottom end, or maybe just two pieces or whatever. I had the only one on the planet that couldn't get taken <laughs> apart. And I would go into school. It would be before school, and they would serve us donuts. <laughs> so this thing should just be set on fire. I'm pretty sure. It's just powdered sure. sugar all the way It through. is just, it's got to be harboring bacteria that you would only find in glaciers or something. Like, just been unlocked somewhere in just, the North Pole. Just sugar and damp wood. Oh. Oh. I don't know why that was ever a thing. It was inappropriate. I'll tell you that. Jesus Christ. Just disinfect this shit. Please. Yeah, they should uh they should all be able to be taken apart. I got to tell you. <laughs> I got to tell oh, you. Oh god. These kids are great. Yeah, they Kids are great. Yeah, the, uh, the parents are fine. Miss Mullins is fine. I think Jack Black is the only tornado in this entire movie that's a nightmare. For sure. Yeah, he's he's criminal in what he impersonation fraud everyone else in this movie is acting appropriately and like jack black also implies heavily that zach's dad is a straight-up bully he's like he's bullying you do you remember that scene 
Oh yeah. So they yeah, see yeah, him. Yeah. So he hey, sees him. What do you them. tell bullies? Yeah, yeah. What do you tell? You tell him to step off. <laughs> and he does that whole thing. Like maybe, maybe that would have been better delivered as a side conversation. Let's take a knee. You know, let's take a knee, kid. Okay, and maybe not call somebody's dad a bully. <laughs> yeah, just because he wants you to do your homework. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 obviously too stern. Okay, that's I I wouldn't say that he's sure that he's the model parent. Okay, do you come back here? Like, don't you know? Don't leave when I'm talking to you. Da 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 da. But also in that moment, whose parent? My parents talked to me like that, okay? Because they had moments where I needed to be told that because I was acting like a child. <laughs> Weirdly enough, that's what children do. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like, a, just because you take one snippet from somebody's life in 20 seconds does not surmise a person's uh, entirety. You know what I mean? No. For all we know, that kid could have immediately before he got out of the car been a total shit. Yeah. You know, I mean, probably not. He seemed like a nice kid, but <laughs> but he could have, right? But he could have. He could have. There's no reason to tell your dad to step. Up. Well, okay. There's actually probably a couple of reasons. There's probably a couple of reasons, but <laughs> probably, but not my dad. I'll say not yeah. my dad. Yeah, <laughs> From and probably experience. not like the dads in this class who are sending their kids to like private school and like concerned about their education. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not yeah. not the guys that are showing up to uh, you know parent teacher night. Yeah, I. I'm still I'm still reeling from the fact that Jack Black prepared not one line. Not one he line. He, he knew. Go, he goes in there and he goes, oh, you know, I'm teaching them math and science and Latin. And and in my head also, I was like, there's no need to throw Latin in there. <laughs> you don't need to have it. And you're certainly not teaching it. <laughs> no. You're not. certainly that's not the one I'm peppering in. You know what I mean? French, Spanish, perhaps. He, he, well, he also said both of those. Okay, <laughs> he said Latin, French, Spanish. Like he he's gave this huge list. No, I'm like it would take for any functioning human being. If you gave me ten minutes after this podcast, I could probably write a bre- better presentation for for parents that I've never taught a class to. Yeah, especially if none of it has to be true. Yeah, Mullen says, "Pick me up." She goes, "Can you be there?" And he goes. No, I I wasn't planning on going. She goes, well, you have to go. You've got to present. You've got to present. Pick me up at like 645 or something like that. Meaning he's got a bit of time. You got a couple of hours. Yeah, like like head head to the pub, buddy. (laughs) Crush a couple of pints where get a notebook pop. And at least this is the only thing you have to do with your day. Yeah. This is all you do. <laughs> I can just, I can think of this right off the bat. It's like, hey, uh, everybody, I know I'm a substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, really sad that the other teacher is gone. Uh, I will admit it's been a bit of an adjustment um, trying to line up the thing. We're doing the best we can. Um, yeah, even you could even go over highlights of students you like. Yeah. Hey, so this student's doing this, which I love. Or I, I, I like to start with a list of positives. So this is what I'm going to do. You and I are immediately better at this. And <laughs> <laughs> a guy who was given like eight weeks of preparation. Oh, time. yeah. And just no. I think that's what made me the most mad was just no effort put in. Even a little bit would have went a really long really way here. Away. I think so. Because well, he's a great performer. He is. He can it, perform. If he had a written one song about what he had taught those kids that semester. I think the parents would have bought it. You've been like a little weird, but whatever. Well, yeah, 
you know. Because yeah. <laughs> you and I probably both have the same thing where it's like the idea of going up and speaking in front of people completely unprepared is a little scary as stand-up comics. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, no, I'm a little... I, I, oh, I fly the on the... Uh, I veer on the others. I think I, I find going on stage... If I, I if I have a goal of making people laugh unprepared, sure, but okay. just talking. Oh yeah, t- no, you know what true. I mean. Just speaking. Oh my god, I do. Than... That's how I did all of my school presentations. I never wrote down a single fucking thing, dude. Okay, oh, really? I went well unprepared, like super super unprepared. Only I would say, yeah, for everything, I would write essays. The the class before, I would just sit down and write an essay. My teachers would get so pissed at me. And I'd be like, will you still give me over an 80 so I don't <laughs> care? They're like, what do we have to do to get you to try harder? I'm like, grade me lower. Because that's the only, th- like, I just need to get above this point. If, and if I, I know it. I can crank an essay out in an hour, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, no, fair enough. Because I'm great at bullshit, I'll tell you. (laughs) I did this at the last minute and I'll never learn my lesson. Yes! (laughs) I I still procrastinate to this day. That's how I get all of my work done. Of course. I've watched every movie we've done today. (laughs) Oh, God, no. In the last, I would say, in the last 24 hours. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. That's how I do it. Um, All right, I think think that that covers me for School of Rock. So, yeah, let's get to our... School of uh, Rock. Our definitive rankings of how good the villain was. Oh, uh, I gave this a classic. Uh, I, 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 I think we should grade it on a classic schooling scale. I thought about did, that. Oh, you thought about okay. okay. I did. Um, uh, from a from an F to an A plus. Uh, I'm, I'm ranking this on uh, Mullins. Yeah. Okay. As far as villainy goes, uh, I don't think she's a very good get- villain. I gave her a, a C minus. Okay. Okay. A soft, a soft C, if you will. Okay. I don't think she's going full C yeah, at I, any point. I think I think the, by nature of being a principal, you yes, get a little you, bit you of gotta villain. get a bit of C in you. You get a, little, you got a little bit of C in you. Given to you. But other than that, yes. she's charming. But yeah, you're a soft C lady. Yeah, 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 yeah you're good. You're good. I like that. I, I like, like that. you. Uh, so I went with the school discipline scale. Ooh, okay. Than, so for Miss Mullins, uh, on the scale of uh, a disappointed look in the hallway. Uh, to after school detention, I'm going to give her a good solid canceled recess because uh, it's not her fault. You were given warnings many, many times. You know what I mean? Yes. You knew the rules. You chose to break them. And she's given. You don't think she would want a break from this? No, she's giving up her break to make sure that you learn the lesson. Adorable. So (laughs) I think she's not very villainous at all. Just a woman who is good at her job. Cusack, baby. Cusack. Yeah. National treasure. Joan National Cusack. treasure. Lover. Lover to pieces. Uh, and we were, uh, you can uh, find us on all of our various accounts. Uh, yeah. Uh, VWR podcast on Twitter. Uh, uh, villain was right at Gmail. <laughs> that's our, that's yes! our email. Rebecca that's our got email. <laughs> Villain was right on Facebook as well. Um, and you can also, uh, if you want, please jump on iTunes and uh, give us a quick rating. Um, you can also leave a quick one sentence review. That really, really helps us out. Uh, jump up in ratings, helps more people find the podcast. Um, and also uh, uh, tell your friends about us. Oh my God. Yes, yes, please. Spread the word of mouth that Bring way. Bring us up at parties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? Be like, yeah, do that. Great. We're, we're a great uh, topic of discussion. Yeah. And uh, there is also one really big way that you can help us out with the podcast right now. Uh, and that is that we, oh, the we, villain was right. We Yes, we've been nominated. 
for a uh, Canadian Podcasting Award. Yeah, everybody, best debut. Bang 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 bang. Best best debut podcast for 2018. Um, so if you're a Canadian podcaster, uh, you can go and vote for us. Um. Uh, if, if you if you like us, and uh, if you're just a regular listener, um, we're actually also nominated in the People's Choice category. Uh, so if you want to go and throw your votes behind us for that, oh my God, we'd appreciate it so much. Uh, we're gonna win yeah. this shit, big time, with your help. Uh, champagne for everybody. Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> that was so like you didn't even think about it. You I just. Know, I don't. Oh, I've honestly uh, gotten Rebecca in the club, everybody. <laughs> shot, I, shot, shot. I know. Shot, I've shot, been shot. like, I love doing things in like a, a deeper voice. I my boyfriend has recently told me that I need to stop saying because I've just been yelling it in our bedroom. Big boy, <laughs> <laughs> I've just been yelling it in our apartment, and it's driving him crazy. He's like, "You need to shut this down." I can see how that would drive me <laughs> crazy. I'm it's on his side here. My favorite. I love it so much. Big boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm dumb. I'm a dumb man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that brings us to our heroes and villains of the week, mm, where we discuss mm, uh, mm, people mm. who have inspired or disappointed us in the coming week. Uh, I feel like Rebecca always has. You've got a, the best one, so I think we should like. Oh no! I got a, pretty, I got a light one this week. I got a okay. light one. I got a light one. I, uh, I wrote. Uh, I've got one about an old teacher that I used to have. I think I still Did think you, you should end thing? it off. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You go. You go. Craig. go. You go. Uh, okay. So I've got. Uh, I've got a villain this week. Oh dang! Um, okay. And uh, this is going to come out a little bit after the uh, the Christmas holidays, but. Um, uh, during the holidays, I was driving quite a bit on the highways and whatnot, and various points, I had to stop at a service center for gas, and this thing drove me fucking crazy because there'd be huge lines mm. to fill up at the gas station, like backed up into the parking lot. Oh, but people not queuing properly? Well, people... So the queues become a mess yeah, anyway, okay. whatever. But then I would get up to the pump, and I'd get out and look around, and it's just all the cars have nobody in them and there's nobody pumping gas. Whoa. Right? <laughs> so nobody's, I think what's happening is nobody's paying at the pump like mm-hmm. you can like you can and should do, right? They're all just like, I pump my gas and then I'll wander into the service center and pay for it and grab a Coke and shop for some chips. So like, like the time it took me to p- fill my tank, pay and leave, there was five or six other cars just sitting there having not moved at all, like empty oh, from the whole time. So it's like completely yeah, pull sp- up, pull up, get yeah. out of there. Pay at the pump. Jeez. Pay at the perfect. pump. Like just no, no idea whatsoever that there are other people waiting uh, in line yeah. for gas. It just, it drives me crazy because it's, wild. it's so easy to pay at the pump. It's just so easy. You're in, you're out, you're gone. You know what? I don't care if you need Coke and chips. That's a separate purchase. <laughs> Pay for your gas, drive up, go into the shop, get your Coke and chips. So that's my villain of the week, which is, again, just people. It's, just the, it's, people, the, just it's people the grocery store people. complaint again. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to get me every time. <laughs> I don't know why I want to get you a, like a like an old man hat. Yeah. Like a little, yeah, a little Yeah, I know exactly what yes, you mean. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the paper so boy, the old paper yeah, boy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah, you yeah. some bread for the park. We're going to get you out there, buddy. <laughs> um. 
<laughs> I'm not going to deny it. That's, yeah. that's very on brand for me. <laughs> uh, well, we, I've got a hero. Well, it's a weird hero. I remember this. Uh, I just, because the, this is a school movie, and I was yeah. like, oh, you know, can I think of a, a fun teacher story? And it reminded me of this. One time um, when I, I had a... I had an English teacher that loved me because I, and only based off of the fact that her husband had taught me years before and he loved me. So okay. she like automatically really liked me as a person um, for whatever reason. Anyway, um, so we were doing Shakespeare and this one girl, we were in a group and we had to do a presentation and this one girl in the group, um, who I, she was a, she was pretty socially, she was a little, she was a little strange, but I, I liked her. I, I thought she was a nice person. Um, anyway, she did um, page like pages and pages and pages of homework that she shouldn't have done. Like she was by no means required to do this homework. She wouldn't get marked for it. It was just she had misunderstood the assignment Oof. and had done tons of like analyzing like almost the entire play. Like I can't remember which Shakespeare play it was, but she had memor- she had she had gone over and found like all the the rhyming couplets and all this That's kind of some stuff. Dense and she, work yeah, too. she'd gone through the whole thing, right? So I'm stand I'm at I'm at the desk when she brings this up. Like she she brings it up to the desk for the teacher to look at it, and the teacher like she's just floored. She doesn't know what to do with this situation, right? So I'm looking at both of them. I'm like, okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna try and say something at least nice. And I was like, oh well, you know, like um, this is good because when it comes around to test time, like you're gonna nail this. I was like, you've out practiced every person in the classroom. Like you're gonna be the best at this. Like it doesn't matter that you didn't need to do it. Sure, you're gonna be amazing at this now. So that's great, right? So she walks away, and I can tell the teacher's just thrilled that I have said this because she's like, I she had no idea what to say to this girl right because she was like maybe it was my fault that i had maybe i I hadn't communicated this properly to her anyway this is when this teacher turns into a goddamn here i was like you beautiful beautiful woman all right so we do the presentation okay i have prepared nothing (laughs) 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 nothing for this presentation i have to do a small part i'm like "Eh, i kind of know what this is i go up i wing it okay i say like i speak for maybe two minutes okay i wing this thing I get my mark back. I have been given 100% for being a team player. Nice. All because I had dropped that comment in front of her. I was like, you beauty. You beauty. 100% baby. For good teamwork. Hell yeah. That's I love great. that teacher. That's, that's a great good. lesson. That's a great lesson. Teach me those lessons, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyway, I think that's it for us this week. That's it for us. Uh, Rebecca, where can people grab you? You can grab me at Rebecca Reads on any any place of your choosing. Sweet. Hit me up. Uh, Craig Fay Comedy, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, CraigFay.com. And also, I will be in Montreal on uh, January 30th uh, for an evening with Craig Fay. Uh, so if, you wanna, if you're in Montreal and you want to come see me, uh, it's at Cafe Cleopatra. Uh, just head to CraigFay.com, hit on events. There's a link to the tickets. And you can also use the promo code uh, jokes, all capital. Jokes. jokes. We also just recommend you use that on any comedy site because it'll probably work. It'll probably work. <laughs> <laughs> Try that one too. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, come check that out. And uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. That's thank you so much. The villain was right. Was produced by Andrew Rivemi for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, web comics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>